0: I'm Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram and Gazette. Joined on this Voice of Business Monday by Alex Guardiola, the director of government affairs and public policy for the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Alex. Dave, thanks for having me again. And uh, you know, never, uh, never a dull day uh, here in uh, here in Worcester. Uh, and uh, you know, before we uh, before we talk uh, about some of the events that the chamber has going on, uh, the uh, uh, Massachusetts Cannabis uh, Control Commission. Um, you know they've been in the news lately, and uh, I know the chamber has been very vocal, uh, especially on the subject of uh, of marijuana delivery. And uh, I understand there's a ruling that came down this morning, and uh, maybe you can just kind of uh, kind of walk us through kind of the uh, the you know the process that that has been going on as 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 it relates to uh, you know what. Uh, what we know is like the brick and mortar, uh, you know, cannabis, uh, recreational cannabis sales, and then what's being proposed and what the future holds for, for marijuana delivery.
1: Yeah. So obviously, you know, the chamber, uh, we, we put our stance out there. We wrote a letter um, to the Cannabis Control Commission explaining that, um, you know, they, they want to allow um, delivery businesses to be part of the, the cannabis uh, world, which, it's fine in one sense, where if you you know you need to have deliveries because of COVID or it's a medical issue, uh, but that that delivery should be part of a brick and mortar business. We we you know obviously a lot of these uh, cannabis companies came out and they uh,
0: had to jump through hoops to say the least to get their license. Yeah. So just as a little bit of a background, so home delivery of. Marijuana, um, the medical marijuana has long been allowed, yes. but this we're talking about recreational marijuana delivery. Correct.
1: So uh, for medicinal purposes, uh, that's been around for a while now since the onset of the uh, licenses, but this is a, a new process they would like to put through together. And this would allow smaller businesses who don't have a brick and mortar in place to deliver uh, cannabis to folks directly to their home. Now, what this would do is it would stop uh, folks from actually buying from an actual brick and mortar and utilizing this third party, if you will.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, reading from the State House News Service story posted on on telegram.com, um you know advocates have argued that delivery only licenses will help level the playing field between those large corporations and small those brick and mortar businesses uh because the barriers to now you know entry into delivery you know typically less burdensome for those for those retail licenses so it really yeah. brings it kind of levels the playing field
1: yeah you- we understand we understand the argument we understand that hey you know some folks can't you know, they don't have the capital to have these brick-and-mortar businesses. Uh, but the problem we have is that you're going to take dollars out of businesses in the cities and the towns that have given these licenses and who have, you know, maintained the fact that security should be at the highest level, that they should have, you know, um, somebody who oversees every single transaction. So now you're talking about, you know, and we, we spoke to a bunch of uh, mayors and um know, city councilmen from all over the the Commonwealth. And their, their argument was, you know, in, in Brockton, we have pizza delivery guys that are getting <laughs> right. jumped for their, their 10 bucks, 15 bucks they have on them. What
0: do you think is going to happen to these delivery companies? And, and it was not, a, it was not a unanimous vote. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Flanagan, who, who local uh, people know very well, um, she's a commissioner yeah. and she was, uh, she voted against this. So it was a three, one vote right. uh, for the new regulations.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jennifer is a, uh, from Northern Worcester County. She, uh, former representative, state representative, uh, I, I think that she saw, you know, we had uh, the chairman, Chairman Hoffman, uh, speak to our cannabis, contr- okay, excuse me, cannabis companies here in the city. Uh, I, I understand that it was a divided, you know, you know, situation, um, but we still feel that keeping dollars local is more important than, you know, keeping everybody happy. I mean, we need dollars in our city now more than ever.
0: Yeah, and so this is uh, so this is a, a done deal. I know there's been some you know threats of lawsuits down the road. Uh, so where do we go from here? Well, I mean, obviously there, there's not much we can do at this point with uh, you know the vote. Uh,
1: if they do file suits, uh, I mean, you might see these brick and mortar folks say, "Hey." Why are we spending X amount of dollars and putting the highest level of security if you're going to allow a third party to just be, a, uh, you know, a big conglomerate kind of uh, delivery mechanism? So,
0: I mean, it's going to be interesting to see the next couple of months, right? So, the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce always, you know, um, you know, kind of standing up for those uh, for those people who support you. And speaking speaking of supporting, um, kind of shifting gears to some of the events that you have coming up. I know, speaking last week with Tim, uh, you have your annual meeting coming. Up, but that's just uh, just one of uh, a handful of events coming up in the near future.
1: Yeah, so our annual meeting is typically our big big to do. Uh, we typically have about a thousand people at the DCU Center. Uh, a little different again this year, uh, remote as always now. Uh, so we'll be doing it via Zoom. That's uh, December fourth from twelve to one p.m. Uh, you know, it's going to be with Congressman Jim McGovern, which is going to be a great first time he's ever doing this for us on uh, on that stage. So uh, it's going to be great to hear. You know, obviously there's a change in the guard down in DC, and we want to see. You know, we want to hear about what we can expect from DC. You know, are there going to be some stimulus bills put together? Are there is there going to be a transportation bill, uh, infrastructure bill? There's got to be a lot of things that are uh, you know that have to be talked about and you know shed a little light on what we expect. That we can expect uh, coming forward.
0: Yeah, so that annual meeting um, is uh, this upcoming Friday, December fourth, right. and you yeah. can register at uh, WorcesterChamber.org, uh, and uh, coming up uh, just in a couple of days uh, is your business and government forum, which will be the long-awaited release of our uh, of your uh, airport study.
1: Yeah, so uh, back in October, uh, or late September, early October, we had our. Uh Airport survey on, you know, obviously we have all our flights grounded here in Worcester, but we don't want the airport to disappear and we don't want, uh, airlines and, uh, you know, commercial airlines to, uh, go elsewhere. We think that it's still a big piece of our, our future and we hope, uh, you know, that Massport sees it, so we did release it to Massport. Massport was uh, we did it in collaboration with them, uh, but we we are going to release it to the public uh, this week at uh, our business and government forum. So if folks want to register for that. It's going to be Wednesday at noon, uh, and it's going to be a, a, a good show because. I think you're going to be very interested to see some of the results that we have.
0: Yeah, and uh, so I mean, I know I pressed uh, Tim last week on some <laughs> of the uh, some of the findings, and uh, you know, it's not. And again, just to kind of refresh our. Our uh, our listeners, uh, this is not just where where would you like to see Worcester fly. It's it kind of the study goes much deeper than that.
1: Yeah, I mean it was a pretty in depth. Vegas, study. yeah, Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is a hot button. Hey, people don't realize how many people like to go to Vegas. I'm one of them. So, uh, but my point, it, it it was a good, you know, a, a good crossover from a bunch of different groups, um, including our businesses, our residents, uh, and but it's not just about Locations and destinations. It's about: Do you want to do connecting flights? Do you want to? What what kind of airlines would you want to do? You know that. Um, you know, it, and the big one is. How often do you utilize it? You know, and, and would you utilize it if we had more options? So, yeah, it, it's a good study. We had about thirteen hundred respondents, uh, which I think is a good, uh, good you know uh, group of people that w- will give us a good insight as to what we, uh, we right. Not have.
0: only not only releasing it to the public and also uh, to the media, but also this is something that uh, the airlines themselves can look at um, and and use to their disposal. Yeah. So as, as Massport continues to kind of lure
1: more airlines into the commonwealth uh can Worcester be one of these uh
0: hosts for some of these airlines so we've got the uh the business and government forum uh featuring massport in the airport study that's on wednesday on friday we've got the 145th annual meeting yeah um and then uh then the following week uh you've got your breakfast club uh Event. Um,
1: yeah, so we have uh, we have four throughout the year. The breakfast clubs. We have once a once a quarter, and this uh, fourth quarter, we're going to have Carolyn Jackson from uh, St. Vincent's Hospital. Obviously, we all know how important our hospitals uh, mm-hmm. are in in this crucial time with the pandemic. Uh, it's a very uh, it's going to be a good look as to what is going on on the inside and how they're dealing with COVID.
0: Yeah, and uh, so. Uh, Switching gears a little bit, uh something else you wanted to uh wanted to bring up in addition to the events
1: yeah oh, so uh one of the things that I wanted to tell folks about is our the food hub, so
0: back in april <laughs> we and we've taught we talked about this before and yeah. we've we've written about it, and uh just a, I think all would agree, just a tremendous program oh, it's amazing, so
1: the food hub uh so we incubate on different levels all the time I mean uh, the Worcester Business Development Corporation used to be the real estate arm of the chamber uh, mass bio initiatives was kind of that bio manufacturing arm of the chamber so we incubate these various groups and the food hub is the one that we're doing currently um, and it's talking about good healthy quality food and food sustainability uh, and right now it, this is a more crucial <laughs> issue than ever uh, so we're very happy to be partnering with them and and helping them move along, um, I think that people need to understand that these are local farms, and we have more farms in Worcester County than any other part of the state. So we need to keep these folks also in in business, and making sure that we have good access to quality food is a big piece of our, our future.
0: Yeah, I mean WorcesterFoodHub dot org, and uh, so just tell our listeners exactly how the program works for those that aren't familiar with. Yeah, it. Yeah, so there's a couple pieces to it. So there's one is the commercial kitchen.
1: So a lot of folks who have you know you know grandma ma's recipe or uh, an idea. They, in order to be able to sell food and sell a, 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 you know an actual um, you know recipe or, or a product of a recipe um, they need to have a commercial kitchen license and a lot of folks can't afford that to have just a commercial kitchen so it's a shared commercial kitchen where you have uh, an appointment a, you know set time where you come in and you do your your, uh, your your cooking or baking or whatever it may be so that's the commercial side then you have the aggregate side where you go to the farms and you pick up all the products they they have – and then we sell those through – that,
0: Is that the wholesale side of things? That's the wholesale, right, okay. correct. Yeah, yep. so
1: you have, um, you know, with the public schools, a lot of your colleges and universities, uh, UMass Memorial, UMass Medical, they have – you know, they, they utilize all these local products. So that's that piece. And then what we also do on the on the side is that the, the food box. So it's a curbside pickup where you have – you know, talk about you know your, your little leaf lettuce. You have your
0: your squashes. You have. I think um, Tim and I were talking about this back. Uh, it must have been like June or July, okay. and he was talking about uh, him and his wife uh, were ordering something. He's like, I've like like he'd never thought he'd be eating some of this like fresh produce amazing. you know and uh, and that's what he said he used the word amazing and it's just like <laughs> it's,
1: it's shockingly amazing yeah and he said it's
0: fresh it's local yeah. it's something that I probably would never have yeah. ordered before yeah. uh, and it's and it's right here right at was the foodhub.org it's funny because he and I sit down and you know we have our little powwows and stuff but some of
1: our conversations are circled around did you try those beets <laughs> I, I would never eat beets and you know it was, it was delicious so, so It's kind of things like that with it. This is literally right from a farm. It's going to be on your plate within a day of it being picked. So... Yeah, it's it's impressive stuff.
0: Yeah, and uh, so obviously the the chamber is uh, is a strong support of the of the food hub, and it's just another example of of uh, throwing your you know your weight behind a, a, a quality local organization. Yeah,
1: and you know Sean Rainford over there is doing a bang up job. You know he's he he's a farmer. He knows this stuff. You know we can do the book side for him. So that's why, again, we we do a little bit of the you know the, the kind of. Paper organization side sure. of it, but he knows that food stuff well, and he's teaching me every day about different things. I'm like, "What is this thing called?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's amazing. Try it." <laughs> yeah, and
0: and those of you uh, who haven't tried it, I mean, just go to worcesterfoodhub.org. Um, I'm not sure if there's a, a link off the Worcester Chamber website. There is, yeah. there is of, yeah, course yeah, of course, there course is. There is. <laughs> so uh, so just to kind of recap, you know, um, you know, I, it, nice to really hear your views uh, in the chamber's position on the uh, on the can delivery re- recreational canvas delivery and uh, you know take us through one more time about the the events I know it, it starts up um, you know in a couple of days on on Wednesday with the uh, with the airport study yep the, the business and government
1: forum that's at noon on Wednesday. That's uh, with Massport. We're going to do, uh, again, we're going to roll out the survey results. Uh, we did have uh, some winners from our our chamber, Woo Socks Box, who gave us a little insight into what company they work for, or you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, we also have, you know, on the, the 10th, I'm uh, sorry, to be the 4th, would be our annual meeting. Yep. So that's going to be this this Thursday. That's, uh, at the, excuse me, Friday. There are, that's with the congressman. That's the congressman's yep. uh, show. And I think that people are going to be excited to hear what he has to say, <laughs> yep. because he's really going to touch. On a lot of things that we want to know about stimulus packages, any kind of bills that we're looking for, and what we can expect going forward. Right, and then you have the uh, the, the breakfast, breakfast club next. Club, Yeah, so that's the, that would be the tenth, and that's with uh, Carolyn Jackson from St. Vincent's.
0: Right, and uh, and in between, you'll be ordering from the Food Hub.
1: Yeah, if you guys don't know, on <laughs> Wednesdays you can pick up your box. It really, it's impressive stuff. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm a believer.
0: <laughs> there you go, Alex Guardiola from the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce, Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram and Gazette. Thank as always, Alex. Thank you for having me again, Dave. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan from the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com or wherever you get your podcasts.